0: And welcome everybody. This is BMP Weekly episode 219. It is 25th of September 2023. Super important to remember the mentioned in the year, right? Uh <laughs> we did actually record this week's uh, interview already last week, uh, but we're recording the the articles and latest things uh, today on just before uh, publishing the, the podcast. Now uh, in the BMP Weekly, I always talk about the latest on Microsoft 365 all up, uh, covering also the articles and we typically have a visitor in place as well. Who's our visitor this week, Michael? Michael. <laughs> See? Wow.
1: <laughs> you totally not spilled the beans there at all. <laughs> Wow.
0: Okay, I need to sleep more. (laughs) 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 So, who's the visitor, (laughs) Valdek? This week,
1: Steve. Steve. This week, our visitor, our guest is Michael Roth. He is uh, MVP from Germany. He specializes in power platform uh, governance adoption. And we had a really interesting chat with him about What's involved? Well, like, what are really the hard things about adoption and uh, the governance? So, I guess without further ado, how about we jump into the the interview?
0: Let's do that. Excellent. Welcome, Michael, joining on the PMP Weekly. Uh, I do not know which episode this is. We probably said it hundred and nineteen. Two not two hundred nineteen. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for recapping, Waldeck. Um, that's a decent number, actually. Now, uh, Michael, thank you for joining. This is your first time on the show. Um. I know that you're an MVP and all of that stuff, but let, rather than us explaining who you are, let's give you the podium on explaining what do you do for a living, who you are, and what's your background.
2: Oh, that's good. You have questions like uh, what do you do for a living and so on, because I yes. think yes. introduce yourself was one of the hardest tasks Ever, <laughs> it's like, uh, true, true. who 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 am I? Damn it! What <laughs> do I do for fun? Ah, damn it! Um, I, I have to what say is the meaning of life? So, Chris Gant
0: has the most awesome way of doing that in all of his demos. Hey, I'm Chris. Okay, so let's jump on the.
2: We get <laughs> this of the <this a> <laughs> <little> way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go. So yeah, um, first of all, thanks for having me. Yep. Um, I'm I'm Michael. I um, work with stuff around the power platform and. Um, I'm in the very lucky position to uh, wrap my head around all the fun things in Power Platform governance, administration, licensing. I think we can all agree. Um, yeah, I'm from <laughs> from Germany, Cologne. I uh, live here with uh, two small girls, my daughters, and um, try to keep up with uh, work, community stuff, and some kind, something like a personal life. Um, which uh what i just discussed is a lot and i'm yep. still waiting for those rainy autumn evenings where you have time to for your site projects like your hobbies and everything you know there's, uh, there's, hopefully this autumn so
0: there's a simple way of mastering this do not have friends so you know you have more just kidding, oh. Please have friends. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
1: i almost wanted to say like don't have a, a, a life okay um, <laughs> uh, yep. No, no, that no, don't, don't listen to this. This is not
2: an advice.
1: <laughs> yes. This is not a professional <laughs> advice in any way. Do
2: not listen to yes. us. Yes, sure, sure. No, absolutely not. But I hope I will have some time in the next few months because I only have one in-person event left, MPPC. And after that, I firmly believe that things will get a little bit quiet until Christmas and then I have time for everything again. Let's actually yeah.
0: jump on that one and let's get back on the yep. bit about the history and all of that in a second. You'll be in MPPC. Uh, what it's... is MPPC? And in, I know that it's mgm grant uh, but for those who don't know what it, that means.
2: Yes. MPPC is short for the Microsoft Power Platform Conference, uh, happens the second time now. I think last year it was in Orlando, this time it's in Las Vegas, which is amazing actually. <laughs> it's, it's... Have you been in Vegas before? <laughs> yes. At okay. the M three six five conference this year, oh, there we go. <laughs> this yes. was my yes. first time in America uh, at all, and Las Vegas is overwhelming actually. Um, yeah. But you, yeah, you either platform... like it or you hate it, so it's kind of a <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm still in the progress of liking it, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's this really huge uh, power platform conference where I think a lot of news and publications will be shared, and uh, okay. I'm really excited to go there. And um, I'm especially excited because this time I'm not, uh, I have two sessions there, but I don't have like my key sessions, but I'm actually uh, joining Lindsay Stelton, who's a fellow Microsoft BizApps MVP. And she's talking about her experience because first time she was at MPPC in Orlando, she discovered there is something like power platform governance. And she was like, oh, we don't have governance. We should start that and this year she's presenting her story the story of her organization now it got from like zero governance to a really functional thing and i really like those real-life stories and um i helped her a little bit during the process and i'm really excited to share this what she done and how she did it and oh. to maybe be an inspiration to some somebody else
1: you, you imagine you have two talks right what are you going to talk, talk on uh
2: two talks yeah the, the one is uh Lindsay's story. Yep, from uh, yep. from from zero to governance, and the other one is uh, actually an old one, and I didn't realize I still have this active on my sessionized profile. This is how to leverage the Power Platform admin center with the Center of Excellence starter kit, and why you need both, and which tool is for which, which um, which of your tasks basically, because you need both. And um, and the funny thing is, though, so the first time I gave this session was about all the little bugs in the COE and how to uh, get by and now all those bugs are fixed, and now I have to come up with a whole new story. Well, what to gonna talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So,
1: so maybe, maybe as, as a prep, right? So you, you're you in this space, and you're obviously pe- pe- passionate about governance and uh, related topics. Yep. What is it, and why would you, why should people care?
0: TLD right? So yeah, in power platform, come on, it's low code, no code, why would, yeah. why would that matter? so how hard can it be
2: yes how hard can it be what should (laughs) possibly go wrong yes and how much time do we
1: have we have 20 minutes
2: (laughs) (laughs) actually i like to quote microsoft when they say it's low code and everyone can do it it's easy um and that is kind of true i don't want to (laughs) dig too deep into that but um the point is um the the story I hear all the time from Microsoft is everyone can and should do it. And so usually most of the organizations I know and meet, uh, everyone is at least keen to try and they do. And if you try the first times, it doesn't matter what you try for the first time, you usually fail or you develop a kind of experience. And then you have still like this technical depth solution, those flows like one, two, three tests or something. And some of them, tend to uh, be ignored because you don't need them anymore, but are not switched off and they are still running in the background and you're wondering, I got an email from the flow, what's that about? Ma, um, nah, don't care. So there are things happening, especially when you have a learning curve, even if it might be steep or not that steep, it doesn't matter. Um, the point is, um, Power Platform is, as the name says, a platform, and you want to establish this platform in a good way so that people and citizen developer can make good experience and, like, refit from the platform. But if you don't have any governance or guidelines in place, then it's difficult to do so. And not even with the technical implementation and the technical guardrails that a governance is about. It's even about the communication. If I, as, a, as an organization, set up a platform and don't tell my users how to use it, how they can benefit from it, then it's like… Try in the narrow. Try your best. Yep. Yep. So, and since again, I'm from Germany, I am. Yep. Sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm keen about like rules and regulations. This is our thing, right? Yep. And, um, <laughs> but I think governance is so much more. It really yep. helps with pushing the adoption of power platform, and and that's all the things. That's that's okay. what I really think everyone should care. I guess that's 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 the
0: key word. Governance doesn't mean that it would not be use less or or a, a reduced value. It's key for driving adaption. So Governance is a enabler,
2: not denier. Exactly. So to say, it so. it helps your users to make the right decisions. Yes. And yes.
1: And then... Is is it kind of would it be fair to compare it to basically when you drive a car? There are laws and there are signs. There are marks on the road. Basically, the, the same thing. It helps us to do it in an orderly way, as opposed to Italy, where everybody just drives somewhere
0: yeah. and it's like chaos. No, no, no. All of the Italians are listening. There's nothing wrong. We do not. <laughs> this is not an official statement. <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> on, on, on the other hand. Not, there's nothing official
1: about this show. It's just our, <laughs> our opinions and jokes. You just insulted the whole country.
2: <laughs> what the? <laughs> <But it's, laughs> not, not, it's not really. Facts. Actually, not, <laughs> because I think there is a very, very good point in what you're saying. Um, since there is not one governance concept that fits all organizations, yep. um, you have to adapt it to your, uh, to your how you how you work, how is your working style, your organizational culture, so to say. And those are, um, you have different cultures in different countries. How to how to drive, and what you need to drive. I mean, in Germany, we need lots of signs and lots of rules and regulations to even to, to start to, to get into the traffic. But in Italy, for example, you don't need that much because People are used to that, and that reflects just a different style of governance, for example. So that makes a lot of sense. And what I see recently a lot is like people put up governance, like lots of signs, but they don't explain what they mean. And then it's really like just figuring out, see, like, okay, there's a sign. What does it mean? I don't know. Let's see what happens if I just ignore it. And that happens a lot recently, I think.
0: Yeah, and I guess so, coming back probably. on the, so so the governance is also, like I said, uh, within the interior governance also making sure that the people know how to start using things. Um, and again, that drives adoption, which basically maximizes the return of investment, because to be able yeah. to use some of this stuff, there is a money, somebody has invested at least Microsoft 365 or additional licenses in Power Platform. So maximizing that value for the company, yeah. uh, it's important to have that governance place uh, governance plan in place so
2: yeah Yeah, and it it even starts with the regular m365 license because you can use power platform with that and if you don't use it then you're just burning money basically correct so absolutely yes yeah and maybe also
1: to add to that some mistakes are costly
2: right and you want to (laughs) uh, do
1: avoid them right so then that is also like trying to set up everybody basically in the company for us access right basically led them to benefit from things as opposed to have the risk that maybe they will do something wrong and harmful
2: yeah yeah but yeah so there are the two sides on the one hand you want to really uh, maximize what you get out of the license what you already pay for on the other hand you want to um don't want those costly oops moments (laughs) (laughs) well i've i've seen a few of those they're like five digit numbers saying oops we didn't mean to do that and <laughs> you want, definitely want to avoid that in governance health suppose obviously yeah yeah now so many questions. So, so <coughs> one thing
0: what came to my mind immediately, I'm just asking this from Michael because you obviously work on this area with customers and, and the Power Platform side. So, do you see Power Platform, like low code, no code, and, and yes, there is a pro code storytelling in Power Platform as well, and absolutely suitable mode. Do you still see, uh, so how would I put it, in quotes, graduations of certain processes and solutions from a Power Platform? To Azure implementations, if they're being adapted more widely by customers. Well, what I mean with this one is coming back on. We talked about the, the governance, and basically somebody creates a first solution, and then in Excel or previously in Access and then all of a sudden people are like oh this is brilliant we're going to use this and then within a decade all of a sudden the whole business is running on top of that Excel file or the Access file which was never intended to be like
2: that. Nothing wrong um, with that. <laughs> <laughs> Excel is an excellent data source, come on. Yes, Yeah. well it is for a certain limit uh, within yeah. the limits.
0: Yes. But do you see like that the, is the Power Platform uh, already, is it mature enough to be the end game? Or Or is it more like a a, if it's being really adapted enterprise-wide, is it then getting adapted in other areas? So how do you see, is there this kind of a transition from Power Platform to more pro-pro-pro Azure implementations?
2: Uh, Well, I think that heavily depends on who's talking or consulting those organizations. Because I see (laughs) that a lot, basically. And especially in the last two years, Power Platform has become a buzzword. Like, this is a new kind of new and shiny tool that everyone wants to use. And I am partly working in pre-sales as well, so I have the joy of getting those early use cases sometimes. And um, I've had some customers, or I didn't have some customers actually, that said, okay, this is our use case. We want to do this and this and this, and we want your solution with the Power Platform. And I said, I wouldn't use the Power Platform at all because this is a business process and you don't want those processes to run in the user context, but on a broader level. So skip Power Platform altogether. And um, it's, it's funny what, uh, what what kind of reactions you get sometimes. I had this one customer and I said, nope, don't use Power Platforms. This is a bold move from you. I ask you for a Power Platform solution. You just say, skip it and go to Azure. I said, yeah, and I mean yes. it. There you got the job. <laughs> 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 oh, but That is really that. Like
1: people really look for that advice, right? Because like yes. at Microsoft, we yes. offer all the options, but at the end of the day, you need to pick the right tool for the job and having yes. that experience, differentiates you from from other folks who actually don't have it and they have a hammer and everything is a nail right
2: exactly yeah but uh basically you were mentioning the maturity of the power platform right now from power platform to maybe azure or more pro code device but also the um i see the maturity from this personal productivity i have an excel file and i yes. i try to leverage that this is still a challenge for me and many of my customers actually because um, Within governance, I usually implement some of the processes that shows that broadcasts cool solutions. Like tell everyone what you got, and what there already is, and then um, uh, try to to get some some flags. Like if a solution or flow or an app is used with from i say 50, 60 people, then you can think about maybe this is becoming business critical and more important. How do you broadcast that to other? makers to other people who can benefit from that and um, this is still a challenge but i see that there are more and more possibilities and this is what i really like so coming from a low state to a medium state to a pro code state and that is and with that transition from the 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 i have a personal productivity based on Excel solution bring that how do i tell other people and that then we connect to m365 and the whole viva thing and it, it all comes together there and i really like that. Yeah. How much do you have to know and learn up front, you as a you, uh,
1: to be able to advise the customers about all the different options that they've got and how to really make a
2: best use of their investments? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I recently got this question from a friend, like, if I would would want to do what you do? What would I have to learn? Is there a learning path for that? And then I realized I have no idea, and I think a lot of it has to do with like personal experience, just being in the game for so long. I do have this change management background, where I supported lots of customers with the implementation of M three six five back in the early days, and I still benefit from that knowledge, like how to talk to users and all this stuff. Um, but I think a huge part is still. Just trying to uh, stay up to date with all the new publications, with all the new possibilities, with everything that comes from the community. I think I have uh, a window open with 50 tabs, just things I still want to read, like my reading list, my watching list. And just, oh, it's so much. <laughs> but that is, I think, one of the most important things, because there are so many people out there having brilliant ideas. And you can build upon them, you can use that and get in touch. And this is, this is I think, the core. Yeah, I, think, I think one of the one of the perspectives on that one, just to even
0: explicitly call it out, is that quite often community content is more valuable than what Microsoft does, yes. because quite often what Microsoft does—no offense for us Microsoft employees—it's it's more on hey, here's a technology, here's a thing, have fun. You need and both. But then the community community is basically absolutely one hundred percent. The community is then adapting that and basically telling stories on hey, this is how we use that technology and make it happen. And like yeah. Baldik said, one hundred percent, you need both so you need yes. the reference and you need the experiences and opinions yes yes
2: absolutely yeah here's a cool new product how would you use that and then the community takes it and like we use it like this and i've yes. done this and this yes now it, it evolves back and forth and back and forth i really like yes. that yeah, yeah. so I... I wanted to ask you
1: because you mentioned one way in which you stay up to date being uh you read a lot what other yeah. ways or what three sources would you, you recommend share with listeners to Top help three. them? Top stay three. three sources. Yeah, or, or, or three ways, or three yeah. sources, or three people you talk mm. to regularly to stay up to date. What are your main places to go to?
2: There are, I have two main places um, that kind of keep me up to date. The one is the, uh, the newsletter Power Platform Weekly. Yep. which I really that like second. because they go to different that's... sections, yeah. and it comes once a week automatically. This is really nice. Um, um, this is like a, a Monday morning call with myself, just sit there with a the coffee and see what's new. Um, the second one is still events, because um, getting in touch with so many different people, not only people who create content, but also just use the products, like people in the audience and people mingling around. Uh, you just get so many ideas from that. I really like it. But the Point is going to events can be costly because it costs money and time. And especially if you have a personal life or even friends, then uh, it can be difficult. Um, Then I do for myself have a couple of people that I uh, reach out to on a regular basis, but this is the governance administration community in power platform is rather small. So this is kind of a good thing for me. This is not overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah,
0: um, it's it's more for now. It's definitely growing, right?
2: Yes, we 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 are growing. It's, Excellent. Uh, emerging, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually, I'm planning on doing something like this because I've seen so many quite little tricks and hacks for administrators, for example, and uh, they are scattered around the the internet, and it's it's hard to keep track. And I have the idea to build I don't know a repository or a page to just something um, open source where everyone can contribute and just that we collect even like small snippets and maybe flow something like the PMP samples, for example, I would like to include that as well, specifically for administrators and people working in governance or just like providing the platform for their organization. Um, we will see. One of those rainy autumn evenings right ah, right <laughs> yes. Keep just it, right? waiting for the rain to come right what is that we've
1: got <laughs> rain today the whole day <laughs> so that, that doesn't mean that i get to do all kinds
2: of stuff <laughs> no don't destroy my dreams and plans come on you can't do that
0: <laughs> now uh coming a bit back on the on the coming back recapping on the on the governance side what would be like the really the, like top five top three uh issues what you're saying with customers are doing um within the power platform what what are the things what we typically would be like you know these are the basic <laughs> again these three things what we're saying what people are missing so what could go no wrong? governance yeah but what that does mean what does that mean in practice <laughs> because governance is like it's as let's collaborate so uh it's just like okay what does that actually mean
2: so yeah i, I would have a two-step approach answer for that. And the first one is, um, before no governance, is treating administration and governance for Power Platform as a, a, a one-person job. That is, it is too much for that. And I recently say that again and again, in every of my sessions, every of my blog post, don't underestimate it, it's a lot. This is really, really important. Uh, the second thing is, I've seen many customers now who come up with a perfect, um approach to to uh to run the platform and but I, until it isn't perfect they don't start mm-hmm. so start somewhere is a really important point don't wait for your for your concept to be perfect because yep. otherwise you won't start at all and then we come to governance itself uh there are few things that are the minimum for a good governance like environments DLPs, security roles like those three but the most important thing I always see and this always cost me a lot of time to explain is the tenant isolation part because um, it's switched off per default for every customer and if you're using the power platform just for a bit you have so many cross-tenant connections and you don't really know what you have and you can't really detect that apart from the uh, center of excellence data kit when you get all the information and usually when we open the hood and take a deep look then we have a lot of tidying up to do and sometimes I think even the concept is hard to explain because we need cross-tenant connections for certain services around there, but which ones are the good ones that we allow and which one are the bad ones that we don't allow? And there is no straight answer to that. And yep. this one is, I think many people are missing out to to get, yeah, just just to get information about that, What that we have yep. to look into that and you shouldn't ignore that, like really not. Yep. And, I like those uh, those demos. I did this with a customer once where I had as a, as a guest account, I got credentials. And mm-hmm. I fired up this flow from my private tenant and get some data from their tenant. And no one was realizing that. And this <laughs> is like this yeah this can happen and this happens right now and you're not aware and this is this, yeah, exactly. this is really dangerous because can, you're using be your
0: identity which have been granted the permissions in the customer tenant yep. and they are basically hey i have permissions so i have access on information so and yeah. that's why the the permission settings and access and all of that is incredibly important like you said so well, but exactly. even
1: from the external tenant you can use credentials from the other tenant to create the connection yeah so um, even if you didn't yeah. have a guest account yeah. you can
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah. and when an administrator thinks okay uh you got your, your your account your credentials and your security role even we have dlps in place data loss prevention policies everything is fine right nope it they still works everything Everything's like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that should work and by yeah, the way that's no, and that, that's that's really many people are missing out, and this is this can become dangerous. So this is the first thing that I always ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. One, one more thing. Documentation. Yes. Like, have a good documentation. My first question is actually uh, okay, we are going, going into a governance uh, project right now. Show me your documentation. And it's they gave you, like, like well, flow.microsoft.com. Here is documentation. Something like that, but <laughs> most, most of them are kind of honest. Like, we do have a documentation. We haven't written it down yet, but it is there, like, in all, yeah. in my mind, in my head, yeah. something like this. And this is, oh, and I know everybody hates to you write good documentation. You're, but... mentioning, you're
1: mentioning a very interesting point, right? Because, like you mentioned, <laughs> I think you, you you didn't use the word, but you, I think you referred to sprawl. Basically, yeah. it, because it's su- su- <laughs> such a, you know, commodity. It's so easy to start that if you Which don't have the guardrails,
2: yep. you will have
1: yep. a sprawl. Yep. You will have a proliferation of stuff. How yep. do you find out what's out there? Because there is no single place, as far as I know, to say, give me everything from everything
0: here. Yeah. Like, there's no I, way I to have do to that. say so, a good example. So a good example, in my case, I, I did... Many, many moons ago, I created uh, whatever, a Power Automate flow somewhere in our system, and uh, which is informing me when a specific form is getting filled. I can't find it anymore because in, it's in one of the environments. It's not in a default environment, but I don't How understand it. Do I don't know because I don't understand the environments in Power Automate. So and it's Call such a great thing. He can help you it, in 10, ten it minutes. It still works, which is great, but I can't find
2: it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Should have put and this it is a it, <laughs> Yes. Where is that yeah. thing? <laughs> I had this I had the same experience when I have like my organizational tenant and my private tenant and my uh, developer tenant. And I had this flow somewhere in one of those tenants in one of those environments, but I can't yes. find it anymore. Yeah. And this with multiple tenants is even more difficult. Uh, with one tenant it still can be super difficult and this is something i see that the power platform admin center is getting better at that and providing more information about the flow and the apps and the users even this is yep. good but usually we just have to use the the center of excellence data kit to to find that one flow a uh, list all the flows that you have created for example regardless of the environment there we can get this information but it's uh but you have to fulfill those requirements to install the coe yep. in the first place uh which requires you to be an administrator usually, and that is. Um, this is a challenge, actually, if you just want that piece of information. Yeah. yeah. So well, but
1: I mean, on, at least but... there is an answer.
2: So you already have the first step, right? You already have the
1: first step, and then you can work from there and make it maybe eventually easier, more accessible, and so forth.
0: Yeah. yeah. So something which you answered on those on those now four or five things, which is super, super <laughs> valuable, but something which, which I can relate super heavily on uh, as an example is that get started with something. Don't. Yeah. try to make it perfect on the day one, because we see that internally as well. Uh, and I know Waldeck is, is thinking exactly the same thing, because we recently talked about this, these things <laughs> that, um, that that people and when they start implementing something or they start creating processes it's always the end goal being the 100% done and the answer mm. is no 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 you don't have to be 100% done you can start with something and then evolve things and we come back on this minimal viable product mental mindset which is a bit of a must to be able to get something shipped because you will yes. never catch the whole thing because it's just the caveat, the caveat.
1: if you are engineer Heart surgeon, a pilot. Do not listen to this advice. Please go to school, finish your
2: <laughs> school, learn the whole let's, thing. Let's start. Depending and see on what industry. Yes, absolutely. Good point. Yes. Uh, I just saw this picture from this pilot reading this book. So you want to become a pilot? Ah, with something it. It. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> let's see Who what is go Who is
1: landing? <laughs> we will get to that bridge. We will pass the bridge when we get there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> good point.
0: <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, in IT we can partly do that. The other thing what I wanted to actually kind of relate it on this one, so is is also the documentation. But let's let's face it. Um it's an incredibly simple consulting way of saying, because I'm an ex-consultant as well, recovering consultant, uh to say always <laughs> that, well, you don't have the documentation, blah, blah, you should do a documentation. Nobody has the documentation because nobody has the perfect documentation. Some people have certain level of documentation. And I would say the most interesting thing and one of the key challenges for customers and consultants and and even for technical writers in Microsoft is, when is the documentation enough? Because if you have too much documentation, it will be outdated in a moment of like that. If you have too little documentation, there's no value. So finding that right balance where it's good enough, so it's valuable, but not outdated. And what is the balance?
1: That's It a good depends. Question. It depends, <laughs> that's why it's a consulting <laughs> cake. It <laughs> depends on your maturity, expertise, retention yes. of your personnel and all of that. Yeah,
2: definitely. And I just thought about something um, because I usually uh, say we need at least two document gov- uh, governance documents uh, or documentations. The, the technical part where we just list what we have done, our, our tent set up and everything like this, and then some kind of a, an easier, more approachable version for, for, for the users to to see what kind of environments do I have what i'm allowed to do and how do i get a premium license something like this and for this we have this power platform community hub this sharepoint site collection provided by microsoft that you can just provide as a template and deploy it and then you can just fill out your individual environments and dps and whatnot it would be really nice if you uh, would put in a just, I don't know, a, a table, something in this SharePoint site that just lists your environment depending on your security role or something, so that it uh, is always up to date. Yep. And that's we have possible, right?
1: <laughs> Good, good, good. Yes. See what you did there? If you been, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really like the idea that just to keep your document a little bit up to date automatically, that would be nice. Yes. Yes, and yeah. And if you think about, it, of course, this is part of
0: the fact that Power Platform is still relatively new if you think about, you know, some of the products are being decades and decades old. Yeah. Um, but in some of the products in Microsoft 365, we have a sufficient level of API surface so we can actually yeah. basically go and say, document me this. And, and yeah. you can basically send up scripts which will then document you and extract the layout up to the level of basically saying okay you can apply this to another tenant and you'll have a copy of that power platform Mm -hmm. we're not quite yet there so the admin apis were released relatively recently i I guess a year ago they're not graph apis but they're not covering all of the different settings and configurations so the automation is a bit of a more difficult thing to do but center of excellence um kit potentially who knows that's that's a good suggestion Maybe the yeah, again, that, like that, hey, that
1: that that isn't isn't meant for everyone. That's not meant for yeah, a user to nope. be able to find their no, stuff. Right? Absolutely, so there's there like a but
0: more on um, digital, yeah. overall documentation on what we have, and I have a report. And like I said, Michael, having a dynamically updating, automatically, let's say, web parts and reports and Power BI's, which are basically up to date. So whenever you go to a location,
2: there yeah. it is. So. And a proper API actually would help the administrator or peop- the one who is in charge for governance uh, yes. would yes. would help to provide that to, to users because it, yeah. even the series exactly. is not for everyone. But now I'm thinking and digging into, uh, into the Power Platform CLI that gives me some, some just to get the information in a fast yep. way, in approachable way. And then I can see what how do I <laughs> how or when do I. Put this information over to communication, so they can make a nice text out of it, or something, or share on communication side, or something like this. Chad GPT, so, can you please make correct. this into nice yes. paragraphs? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Don't, <laughs> yes. don't, don't, don't sell those uh, consultant secrets so easily. Come on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the prompt, the secret is in a prompt. Yes. Yeah, that's true. true. There
1: you go. Don't mention the prompt. Whatever yeah. you do, <laughs> don't mention the
2: prompt. Yeah, but ChatGPT helps a lot by just putting the technical document in there and please make it more approachable for user without tech experience or something that helps a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. But yeah,
0: I, I guess, and, and then the reality is that we'll at sooner or later at some point, potentially, we might have something like this within the product, yeah. um, but uh, when, that could be five years, 10 years, or never. So having those APIs again in place would actually enable... Yeah everybody to you know extract the information and build something it would be an interesting even a, a open source community project of doing something like this i say yeah automation absolutely
2: so. and didn't i hear something in the last month or so about something something pilot copa there's something going on that in, at, at microsoft not sure no, 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 not yet. No, Maybe that will, no, no. that will come. It will come. So, no. Yeah, <laughs> so that could help Compilot, that as well, actually. Home components. Compilot. Components. Compilot. Com- 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 wow. Something wow. like that. I don't know. Go pilot. Go pilot, <laughs> Go pilot would be nice. Yeah. yeah, that could help as well. Obviously, yeah. So exciting times, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting.
0: And and of course, everything is evolving all the time, coming back on it, on the importance of governance uh, is also that you have that change management as part of the governance messaging, oh, yes. because we as a Microsoft keep on evolving things and releasing things. And one of the key challenges from a company perspective is that, of course, the employees go to the external block sites and be like, oh, there's a cool feature. I want to use that. Oh, OK. So now we need to stay up to date on what does that mean within our company and all of that.
2: That's what I really like about the administration and governance part about Power Platform, and, but it's also the challenge that it has. It, it includes so many aspects. It's the, the communication to the users, the change management part, the technical implementation. It's basically, if you want to run a platform, there's a lot to do. You need training, you need communication, you need the technical setup, you need processes to be implemented and yep. developed and deployed. It's everything. So that's what makes it It's so nice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> yes. much fun, but also a challenge. you mentioned we we have a minute or
1: two left and i wanted to ask you about one more thing because you mentioned it a few times change management what is in your experience the hardest thing about managing change
0: people people you if there were be people (laughs) there would not be any problems
2: There would be no change. There you go. No people, no change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that
1: All is kind of, task, of a, nothing yeah. really.
2: <laughs> that that's a catch twenty two. I agree, but um, yeah, talking to people can be exhausting, and users don't read. We know that, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, um, but that is. But then there's also some like some beauty in it with talking to people. If you really like, can connect to them and ask what is their, their business need. What's really the pain that they suffer through. What could be Better so. All the Microsoft products and features apart, let's just talk on an eye-to-eye level and see what yeah. what is, how does your workday look like? What could help? What could help? And that is the nice part of it, actually. So.
0: And surprisingly, magically, those individual end users might have a great set of ideas which would actually make their life easier and other people's life easier. And you'll be like, oh, this is actually really good. So it's not necessarily the IT who knows better. Talking to users,
1: that's crazy talking, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Vesta. You mean talking to people? What? What? What?
2: Yeah, but that is that is this really nice to emphasize the maybe the community aspect, not only in the tech industry, but also in your workplace. Yes. Other people have different ideas, and some of them are really good. <laughs> and yes, if we yes, put our heads yes. together, then we can come up with something great. Absolutely. And uh, that, that really comes back on, yeah, the community and,
0: and and basically your idea, their idea. Oh, my God, we have better ideas. So, we're building basically on this kind of the, yeah. the pyramid maturity level as we're sharing those learnings. And then we're exactly. building on the learnings between each other and everybody else in the community, which
2: is awesome. Exactly. And as a foundation, we need the products from Microsoft to start somewhere. Right and yes. then evolve them and yeah it's great fun <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> that's true <laughs> cool uh final questions what's what's happening this week or next week um so what's on your uh calendar or what's happening what you can talk about anything interesting of course the mtm visits. hopefully the computer systems are
2: up and running there probably so Again, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Uh, I hope this week uh, will nothing happen anymore because I need really to catch up with some things in life. I don't want
1: anything to happen. I'm done with it. Yes.
2: (laughs) But uh, uh, next week, there's a Power Platform Meetup in Germany, actually, uh, for whole Germany. And I think I'm talking about uh, Power Platform Governance the bare minimum, I guess, or become the best Power Platform Administrator. I'm not sure. One of both, but...
1: I'm talking about something. You come
2: there, you're like, oh, "What am I talking about today?" Oh, that one. Okay, cool. uh, okay, okay, okay <laughs> <laughs> something like this is coming up, and I still try to evolve the idea of a common place for power platform administrators and governance people to exchange yep. their ideas to to contribute. Yep. Um, hopefully, I get some time to uh, get a, a MVP out there. Just this minute before I don't start at all. <laughs>
0: yes,
2: yes. You need to have something so
0: you can evolve that. It's always that the hardest thing is yes. to get the my first 20% or 10% in place that you're yes. able to share and start getting ideas and all of that. So, yeah. and then of course after next week you're flying to yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas.
2: <laughs> Las good. I hope there will be no hard jet lag this time. But yeah. Can't this wait. is, <laughs> I, I, so I have this really simple, back, solution,
0: right? uh, uh, really simple solution for chat lag, It's really simple have worked for me for years, which is, okay. stop complaining, stop complaining, if you're telling yourself you're tired,
2: guess what, you'll be tired, I, I did but it, it's... I did it all wrong, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the, the universal
0: <laughs>
1: of you to everything. Like, if you're sick, don't, don't admit that you're don't sick. Don't be sick, exactly. You, yeah. don't be sick.
0: Yeah. Don't like, give yourself the permission. It doesn't to... work that
1: way. <laughs> and, uh, of course if it does. you do You lost an arm. Stop, Stop it down You have another <laughs> one. It's <laughs> just a flesh wound. Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I need to write that down and pin it somewhere on the wall. Don't complain. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, <Yeah. laughs> so, you know, but, so but we all do seriously. I, I'm 100% convinced on this. And this is one of my mental mindsets, which I, I work a lot. I actually have a somewhere to stop complaining, take action also. And people don't actually even see it. But it is if we're telling ourselves that we're tired, for example, of a jet lag or that something is bad, something is bad. Guess what? We will start feeling more and more about yeah. that message because we're telling ourselves and we're accepting that reality. And yes, we need to be realistic. And of course you can't tackle all of the things using this thing, but it's, yeah. I'm tired, I'm tired. I can't do anything today. Well,
1: my eyes, my eyes, my eyes,
2: three, two, one, I'm <laughs> exactly. tired.
0: Go, go in the front <laughs> of the, t-
2: the mirror. <laughs> <Yes. and laughs> but, but it's a good, good point. Take action and focus on the positive thoughts uh, or things. There's a yeah. good advice in general for life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of
0: course, it's not like that works every single time. Definitely not. But still, you can try. So it depends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Duke, what's happening on your, your side? Just a
1: quick run. So <laughs> this week, as we're recording that, it's already Thursday. So I don't expect much to happen this week. But the next week, as we are playing this, it's a release week. It's the end of the month again. So we are releasing new version of the Microsoft 365 developer, developer proxy and CLI for Microsoft 365. Backed with features, definitely keep an eye out on the announcements for CLI for Microsoft 365. We have new major V7. We've been around apparently for six years or soon, so it's yet another year for us, yet another uh, release where we break a few things. That's just the realities of life. We learn along the way and adjust and clean up after ourselves and the mess that we've made over time. But the cool thing is that we are still here and and evolving it a lot, and you get to benefit from that. So yes. and anyway, that's going to uh, by-
2: go away. So that's good. Not planning. I'm not moving. (laughs) There you go. So, Leza, how are your plans? What's coming up?
0: uh i don't actually for next week i'm watching the calendar a lot of, lot of um small stuff we don't have any major major massive uh, agreements but of course the weekly community calls big thing for us uh, executing those um the youtube production social media all of that stuff there's a lot of lot of things happening of course the power platform conference is impacting our communities things as well because um, half of the core audience and presenters are basically there uh, so but it's this time i'm not flying over so i, I feel a bit bad so, but it's okay because last year I was in Orlando and that was pretty fun. So, even though it's a power platform thing and I'm not technic, but you know it's complicated. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. But I guess that's it for now. Um, we tried to do 30 minutes. We did. We were completely failed on that, um, as we always do. It's okay. We kind of oh. catch up on the articles. Kind of messed up. But it's it's okay. This was good discussion. <laughs> absolutely. Thanks for having me. That was really nice. Absolutely. Thank you, Michael, thank you, Michael. For, for for joining. And not on you if we go long. It was a really good discussion. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll jump on the weekly articles right after this. Excellent. Thank you, Michael, one more time. Uh, Really, really cool. Uh, Good to to catch up as well and an awesome discussion uh, on different topics. And and I I think well, governance and change management, as we talked during the interview as well, certain things move in cycles and they will never go away. Technology evolves, but, you know, human beings and change management and governance they are critical pieces on making anything happen. Good, good, good. How about the articles of this week? Now let's no. Uh,
1: let's get no, let's, <laughs> let, let's let do them. them. There's a lot th- of th- lot think of think stuff. I think we've again. got quite a few of them,
0: so it yes. will be really cool to see what's new and what's coming and what's cooking. Yes, let's start with a this article from How to Transform a uh, Work with Plugins for Microsoft 365 Copilot and AI Apps uh, from Srini Rakhavan. And as I'm telling this, I just realized that we somehow managed to skipped all of the blog posts related on Copilot announcement. Yeah, we're we're, we're really good on prepping this. Wow, Uh, let's actually start. Not all of them. It's actually, it's actually, we have one here. Yes, yes, not all of them. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Now, let me actually do a bit of a, you know, uh, where, where, where's our blog? Uh, There we go. Live, live adjusting. uh, Is this? This is the one, okay. So sorry for this. Uh, let's actually start from there, which uh, is already so up to date on, on what's actually happening. So first of all, uh, last week we announced Microsoft Treasys Start co um, and basically the general availability of that one coming in 1st of uh, November, rolling out gradually. Um, and then what it actually means, all of the details. Uh, on that on, of course, things are evolving uh, quite significantly all the time, um, but it's good to have a date when we will actually go GA uh, with the Microsoft 365 Copilot, pilot. And that's really, really cool. Uh, So customers are able to start using that starting from November 1st. And based on the feedback, what we're hearing, there's a lot of customers who've been like asking, asking, can I please, 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 can it uh, already, can we start using that? and now we are finally have a date, and, and we're starting able to start sharing more details and insights, uh, what it actually does. Uh, it is incredibly cool, uh, uh, cool capabilities, and you're able to take advantage of the power of the co to be more productive. I think that's always the, the the key objective. So I've been actually recently read quite a lot of different articles and books related on AI well, for understandable reasons. Uh, internally, we're focusing a lot of these things and and based on all of those well i think it was a uh, harvard business review and all of those studies are saying that it's not that we're looking into replacing people's jobs with ai we're just looking into making more or achieving more with the existing resources so basically increasing the productivity and not replacing people not replacing jobs well Uh, well, i think it it depends on your job i think that there are many jobs
1: like if you look the same way it's just yet another wave that we see now. And if you look back in the past, there were jobs that disappeared because we automated that. So I wouldn't say that we don't replace jobs, like depending on the job, like if your job is basically like moving A, something from A to B or summarizing things, well, you might need to find ways to raise the bar. Yes. Right. Because like people, right? So I wouldn't say we will not replace jobs, but it, Definitely, like the idea is to be able to help people achieve more and do more, do more, yep. uh, more quickly, more easily, right? But that also means that some things we will automate, right? Because now yep. we can. Uh, so with 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 that, for some jobs, you might need to think of new ways. Yep. How Absolutely. can you know? Like, what are the things that AI cannot do, and what is the value that you could add on top? Absolutely.
0: And it's interesting to see how fast this will basically then be adapted um, as a day-to-day work, Uh, because, again, that's always the new technology takes time to adapt. Um, There was a really interesting reference point was that whenever electricity was invented, first of all, everybody thought that it's magic because, you know, light, how could that be? But it actually took 40 years. Uh, for electricity from the invention to make it, make it min- mainstream. So 30, 40 years, uh, which is actually quite a lot of time. Uh, but it, it always takes time for ad- adapting things. And of course, in this case, if we talk about the larger AI, we've been doing larger AI for a few decades already, and then Copilot most likely will be the realization of uh, r- arriving and bringing that to the workplace, so it's not going to take 40 years for Microsoft 365 like Copilot to adapt. Not at all. We're already way past uh, that uh, that sequence. So
1: yeah, and I think also the caveat there, right? because like I've 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 heard the comparisons folks made with uh, electricity, TV, telephones, and one key part there is the infra. Like yeah. to get electricity, you need cables, you need yes. power stations, yes. you need to build. Physical stuff, TV. Again, you need lines, you need sending signals, you need radio stations. Like you need physical infra. Here, it's digital thing. Like we have internet already, and the only thing that will drive advancements are GPUs, right? And and even 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 advancements there, right? So there's, I think, less dependency. Like and that is also the thing. Like when there was the comparison, how long it took with different. Uh, inventions to reach 100 million f- folks, right? And yep. it was like, with this was like a week or so, like like Open really AI. no time. Ch- Why? Yeah. yeah, because it's so, because it's already available to everybody who's got internet, right? Sure. And as, sure. as that number grows, well, like it will be easier to reach folks because there's yep. no dependency for you to buy anything or have a box in your house or a sure. line attached to your house, sure. right? You don't need, sure. need Need,
0: need that. So with that, like these advancements will go really, really fast. True. Absolutely. Absolutely. The readiness is already there. So now we're just taking advantage of the of the AI through the Microsoft 365 co Copilot. So really, really cool looking forward on starting to roll out these things. And of course, now we're coming back back to the next article, which is that you can actually extend the Microsoft 365 co Copilot. See, why would you want to do that? transition uh, now why would you want to do that of course uh, a lot of the, the businesses work with their business relevant data and and you have your own apis and own information and might want to actually have an uh, extensibility in place to connect that data with your productivity data um, so you're able to then be even more efficient and take advantage of the copilot and the ai with that business uh, data which you have so really, really cool stuff uh, for sure. Um, and this one from srini is basically just focusing on that extensibility option uh, related on uh, ISV apps um, and what they can actually provide as and sample and scenarios, and also how can we introduce, for example, uh, line of business plugins. Uh, so. It, Bringing information directly from the back, back end uh, to the chat and integrating things. Uh, so, again, rather than switching from the context of the work and going somewhere else, you can just easily access the information directly where you are. So. Really, really cool stuff, and how do we build this? Well, we built them uh, with existing technology, which is actually really cool. Rather than introducing something which is completely new, hey, no, no, it's it's Microsoft Teams messaging extensions, it's Power Platform connectors, it's, it's Microsoft Graph connectors. So it's it's not rocket science, uh, it's just basically making sure that you're able to plug in your API directly within the uh, intent, um, and what will happen in practice? about, like we want to work with the process. I'm writing something like, "Give me the the order details," and then the AI is able to figure out that, "Oh, I don't have this details, but hey, there's this extensibility option. I now know how to call that."
1: Right? Exactly. Yes, it's it's exactly that. I mean, and the additional things you bring, and sometimes we call them skills. We call them tools, depending on which model and where in the world you are. Uh, but it's basically that: is the ability to bring additional information or to ground your LLM in additional info that isn't a part of the model itself, because again, like, you might not want to train model on something that is evolving every week, because that's really, re- really expensive. But yeah, sure. you want to be able to reason over that, yeah, right? So having the ability to bring additional things into it, like, that's, to be honest, the way I see that is that, unless you will do that, AI in your org will become just a gadget. Like yes it's cool to you know have it summarize piece of text you paste but it's like really is that really the maximum you can get out of it no yep. but so for you to truly get the benefit get get a return on that investment you make in ai you have to give it access to all the files the documents you create in your in, in your work but also give it access to other things that you've got in your apps for for work so you you need both and the yep. only way to do that is to think of these additional skills, plugins, tools, whatever you want to call them, right? To get to expose this additional info to your uh, um, uh, AI experiences.
0: And maybe one thing to actually dare what you said, which is super important to realize that it's not that you're training the AI with that data. No, you're basically using the AI to summarize the data or give you the alternative perspectives of the reactive data. So you're basically saying for AI, hey, here's the current information about the cells. Can we do blah, 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 blah with this data and draw conclusions based on the whatever you've been trained on the business intelligence or whatever. Um, and that that's how it actually works. So you're not actually feeding your business data to the AI. That's not the idea. Well, I mean, if you say like, if you
1: could understand it in a really li- li- literal way, like you don't feed data in AI. Well... Well, if you you're feed into do. LLS, does fair. that mean feeding yes. into AI? Because yes. AI is such, such a broad fair. thing, right? Fair. So, fair. uh But yeah, like, and and also, like, you could you could have your own own model, like that Absolutely. that that you build on top Absolutely. of the data. But the idea here is that you don't need that for everything. For some yep. things, it's just enough for you to bring the data. And it's actually two things. Like, one is. Bring the database on identifier, right? So imagine that you want to know something about a product and you know its SKU. That is just like very simple key, key, keyword search, like find me this, or get me more info about that, like or bring that info about the context and you already know it. But the other one is, and there's also this interesting thing where you want to search for insights. You basically, you don't know, uh, what you want to see, and you ask this very open-ended thing, okay, what has changed since last week? And maybe it was a meeting, maybe it was a file, maybe it was new product skew, anything, right? So you open this, so or so you ask this open-ended uh, um, uh, thing, and then you want AI based on all the different types of info it can access to reach out to these things, like, hey, that person, or maybe you're asking that in the context of a meeting with Box and you want to can learn more about that, right? So so there are different ways to use that. And the cool thing is, is that at the end of the, the day, the quality of the answer depends
0: on the quality of the data you give AI access Correct. to. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's actually a good point as well. So it, it, yeah, absolutely. We're spending way too much on the articles. Okay, cool. It's AI. It's very it's interesting. AI. Well, it's it is interesting. It's it's definitely interesting. And then, of course, we'll have the component-specific AIs on top of the co-pilots. And and I love the the definition of of you know the AI is. is You can teach the AI based on the information it is giving you back. So you basically have this feedback loop. It's getting better and better because you basically tell them that the information was valid or not valid. And then it gets better and better and better and better and better. And that's actually, well, a lot of opportunities for business data uh, and automation there for sure. Now let's actually then uh, move forward on the article. So we also had a article uh, from the Microsoft Teams blog on deploy frontline dynamic teams is now available in public preview. So basically you're able to de- be much more specific on the frontline worker definitions and the teams, how, what are the functionalities within a teams and those different conf- configurations based on the frontline worker group of people location and profiles and all of that. So really, really cool capabilities there. I think the frontline workers is definitely an area where we'll see more investments. Not that we wouldn't see more investments in anywhere else. We do, but still a uh, lot, of, lot of focus on the frontline workers. Now, Mark Heschman uh, had a uh, episode with uh, Amy Dolzin uh, around the intra, zone podcast, uh, talking about the communities inside of the company. Uh, so inside of the enterprises as well. And really, really interesting discussion for the six minutes. Uh, see, they're much faster than we are. So I don't know. So. Oh, just, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so good, good, good discussion uh, there. Um, and and Amy is working in the EY, uh, so Ernst and Young, is it still saying Ernst and Young or is it EY? It's just I don't know. Clearly, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think That's we fair. should we should listen to interview to learn that. That's true. That is true. Yes, maybe <laughs> they will talk about it. Now something interesting on the API side, um, which is which is good. I live I. I really like the fact that we're cleaning up our, uh, our, let's say, <laughs> old stuff as well. So rather than just introducing more capabilities and capabilities, we are basically also cleaning up and, and getting rid of the older extensibility. Uh, because again, this is a resourcing challenge. Uh, and uh, we are retiring to Exchange Web Services for Exchange Online um, because of Craft having exactly the same capabilities available. So you're able to achieve the same outcomes with the Microsoft Graph, and there's no reason to then maintain two different API surfaces. That's basically what it means. And the timeline is pretty decent. uh, So there is enough time to react, uh, as long as people are reacting. So I can imagine that, you know, there's so many systems nowadays running here and there. So um, will you know before the APIs are gone that, that there was a hit on that API? I don't know hopefully. Yeah, do. and maybe it'd be um
1: uh a nuance to add to, to 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 what you said. You cannot do everything that you would do with EWS with graph and we even uh mentioned that in the sure. article, right? So sure. there are some gaps that that we're looking into addressing. But it's already like we for the most common things that we see, we offer ability to do that with graph, right. right? So that right. that that's that, that, that why we're saying that we have enough but we are aware that we don't have everything yet right so yes. more will probably come yep. but for now it's for many things it
0: is enough already so yep absolutely absolutely and the feedback is super important so feedback 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 let us know uh, if there's challenges related on these announcements now there was a, also a blog post related uh, from lena gerard uh, data suggests microsoft 365 certification increases app adoption rates and uh, so basically based on in telemetry we have uh, we can see that as long as you're certified uh, for microsoft 365 your app is that will actually has a positive impact on the app usage so that's actually really good so, and there are links on how to get your app then certified if you are an ISV. Now GitHub has a GitHub Copilot chat is in beta and available for all individuals. What does this mean, uh, Walde?
1: So it's really cool experience
0: uh, in
1: VS Code. I assume that, that is about v- specifically VS Code. I would assume. Right. I, I don't think information. Yes, it is. Right. So in VS Code, you have this ability to have a chat like right, Copilot chat, right? And it's like, well, you get another chat, but this one is about code, right? So it's specifically trained and optimized for working with code. And it's a really cool thing because you can chat with it in VS Code about your code. And it's like, just the other day, I wanted to have a script, a bash script to remove a bunch of repos that I forked. Well, like typically how you do it. Well, like first things first, like how do I do, how do I get only fork repos with specific name from uh GitHub? How do yep. I loop? Over? I don't care about any of that. I don't need to get a PhD and I just want to clean up my repos. And it gave, gave me script that worked almost instantly, right? Like I need to change... Thing in the the name, just just like a minor tweak, but overall it just works. And I think yeah. like this is a really really huge thing because oftentimes like there are things at work that we do, we are experts in, pro, pro, proficient in, and we just do right. So for these things, like do you need help? Maybe maybe if you need to type a lot, but there are oftentimes there are still things that. You haven't done in the past. You don't have a reference. You have an idea. You know what it's su- su- supposed to do. You just don't know all the different bits. And typically, typically yep. in the past, you would have to go to the internet, find, you know, go through forums, find the different things, and build your own thing. Now you don't need that. You can you can stay in IDE, stay in the zone, work more effectively, and save a bunch of time. So this is a huge thing. Like I use it it uh, a lot, and I love it.
0: I have to say that this is a great reminder on, on the example, of what we're saying also for business data, which is that the system and AI is as powerful as the quality of the data you if you feed to it, and so basically how it's being trained. So, and of course, the GitHub um, automation data uh, or what, what the chat is providing for you is as powerful with the data where it's being trained and coming back on the documentation has to be solid uh, where it's actually leading, um, so it's and of course it's documentation probably multiple forums and all of that able to detect what is actually the the the, the right thing to do code so. samples definitely yeah yeah yep. yep. definitely cool uh, on the power platform site, there has been a hack together uh, and this is a recap uh, on the keynote uh, within the hack together uh, where we had ryan cunningham uh, and vice president of power app actually and uh, doing that which is really really cool uh, and this is uh, i think I think we did the hackathon is actually closing this week, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, submissions are due by the 11th 59pm PST, Thursday, September 28th, so 2023, so a few days time still on the submissions, but really, really cool. And of course, you're getting a detailed patches as you're submitting in, uh, submitting your samples, which is awesome. At least, if nothing else, if you're not winning, you're learning new stuff, and you're submitting uh, your sample, uh, and then you'll get a patch out of that. Which is
1: and also they have swag. They have backpacks. They have socks, yep. and they have t-shirts. Yep. That is really cool. Yep, absolutely, 100%. So again, you've got nothing to lose, everything to win. Hack together with Power Platform. Submit your yes. Hack.
0: Absolutely. Now, on the Power Automate side, easy navigation across Power Platform and environments. That's really cool. Changes and updates uh, on their side as well, so you can more efficiently move across the, the different com- functionalities and, and capabilities directly within the Power Automate UI. Makes perfect sense. Awesome, awesome improvements. And also, this one was interesting. We chatted about this one a while, while introducing Power Automate plugging for ChatGPT. ChatGPT has more than 100 million Monthly active users, um, and it's the fastest growing uh, internet service uh, ever. Um, and it makes sense actually to have a tempo power automate integration points there as well. Whatever those are, and automating that's obviously up to you uh, to figure out what we want to do that. But absolutely cool idea and awesome to see that site evolving as well. Now, Chandani had a uh, blog in the Microsoft 365 Power Platform Community blog, uh, sent approval in Microsoft Teams using Power Automate. And that's actually really, really cool as well. Uh, awesome, awesome blog, step-by-step uh, step going uh, with some broken images, which we need to double check what's causing that. So probably, hmm, we will need to go and fix them. Yeah, eh. we, will. we will. Probably will, again, path. yeah. Probably a path, absolutely. Now, Nandeep had a blog post uh, on, bring your own data to Microsoft Teams chatbot with Microsoft OpenAI and LangChain. And that's actually really cool as well. So um, again, simplified, you know, process picture Microsoft Teams bot, you will do something LangChain in the middle, figuring out what is being uh, actually, what is the intent and then routing that request based on uh, whatever whatever the instructions are. So can you kind of summarize what is LangChain? what does that mean
1: langchain allows you to orchestrate your ai calls yeah right so basically in your app you, you have you have uh um se- se- several steps from the call to actually should sh- having the answer and one one of them is actually calling the call the llm but again if you want to bring your custom data in it you need to have a step where do you fit that, out in that and how how yep. llm understands at which step and which tool to choose so LangChain allows you to
0: orchestrate all of that to kind of plug all of that in into your app yep makes perfect sense really really cool. really really cool thank you nandeep on that one now related on the theme of ai a lot of ai stuff which is good people are using and testing out things Surprise. Uh, paul pollock uh, had a uh, how to get started on uh, on the team's ai toolkit where's the title of the article? ah uh, title of the article there is no title of this article maybe it's on uh, the uh, title tab yeah uh, 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 getting started with that team's toolkit to leverage Azure <laughs> open ai with teams ai library and that's what it is because we are basically and uh, using using then team's toolkit and to, to get started and and playing around things and, and understanding that association so really really cool blog once again step by step going through and explaining hey uh, this is how it actually works in practice awesome stuff yep. now uh Hugo Bernier had a blog post related on associate node.js version with your spfx solution and talks about the different uh options on on using nvm or N S N V S nvs uh, as a local uh node version control handling and then more importantly uh, you can actually associate with directly within your project uh, which version should be used so you can basically bypass or go to the right version uh, right away um, and execute that automatically when somebody opens up the Visual Studio extension oh we are using this version within this project and and you can start to that start using sense. that yeah actually really really cool uh, scenario or uh, improvement now, Ganesh Shanap had a uh, blog post related on uh, SharePoint Online displaying country flags using JSON formatting.
1: Uh, no cool. code. No code, right? No code. Wow! Well, I want to see. This is the code. This, this is code. This is, this is impossible. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Look at the last lines. Look at all <laughs> the parentheses that are being closed. Yep. Yeah, I would say quite this, this is more code than what I write in JavaScript or C sharp.
0: That is actually a pretty decent number of that. Wow. That's, that's quite a few of them. So. But again, this it's isn't, basically it isn't detecting even a lot low code. <laughs> it's detecting the, the, the string and then based on the string it is rendering then the right image. Uh, wow. But it, <laughs> it works. Solution done. Well so yes. It is. I mean perfect, right? But yeah, it's exactly. I wouldn't
1: call this low code or no code. <laughs> Definitely not. This is
0: yes. This is pro stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Ganesh. Uh, and by the way, congratulations for the recent MVP. Really good, finally, um, definitely deserved uh, MVP announcement or a- acknowledgement. Now, um, Chandani also had another blog post in C-sharp corner, uh, retrieve all column values with BMPJS and SPFx. Um, that really quote, uh, again, basically a reference blog post and this is how you make things happen uh, and then sharing those code samples here as well. So excellent, excellent, thank you for that. Sharing is caring, as mentioned in the last line. Um, Steve Corey had a blog post related on is JSON formatting easier with this tool? So basically, uh, there is the SP Formatter tool uh, uh, written by uh, uh, Sergey Sergeyev, uh, while back. Uh it's, it is an extension on top of the the Chrome, uh, and then it makes your life easier. It basically gives you uh, intelligence-like features and all of that when you're writing uh, the the list uh, list formatting. Oh,
1: no that's code, really
0: cool. Right. But this is...
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, for all the uh, parentheses that we have just seen, I can't imagine that this is invaluable. You need to have something like that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Good, good, good. Um, that tool, by the way, has existed for a while, but it's actually awesome to see that people are still finding it incredibly useful. So thank yeah. you, Sergey uh, on that one. Now, uh, on uh, Stefan Bauer, uh, there was a blog post related on disable Microsoft List experiences for lists in SharePoint. Um, so this basically is related on the new uh, option, which is whenever you're, you're using Microsoft List in a SharePoint site, you are actually being uh, in the Microsoft List experience. Uh, with the recent adjustments, and there are ways of controlling this uh, in the uh, in the flow. So you can basically flip and control uh, the behaviors if needed. And I think we do have a setting in the tenant level as well on on how this should be behaving in the tenant level. So yes. Thank you for that. Uh, 365 Message Center Show, Daryl and Daniel. Um, the latest one from seven days ago, they will release a new one today, uh, but we're recording today to release it tomorrow, so it gets complicated. Uh, Planner loop component, call-up notes on Team mobile 302 episode. Um, again, recapping what's available and what's coming and the announcements on the, on the Message Center Show site. Really, really good. Awesome, awesome stuff. Then we have quite a few videos. So as we released the SharePoint framework 1.18 recently, uh, there's two videos related on that. So one from Paolo uh, uh, related on what's new in 1.18 uh, and also with live demos. So showcasing uh, what you can actually done with that. Um, the same actually with uh, uh, AC, Andrew Connell. Uh, the face is so good. Uh, so I needed to post mm. that. Uh, but it's, it's basically a lot of, lot of also covering what's available, what are the replications, what are the core dependencies, and his perception around what's, what's, what was uh, part of the 1.18. So really, really good. Cool. And uh, then Supraxis Consulting had an update. Uh, I think they do this monthly uh, things, which is actually really good. Uh, monthly shows uh, related on com- this time it focused on community resources for internet owners. So really, really cool as well. That's Mark Anderson, Todd Clint, Julie Turner, and Derek Cash-Peterson. And these are open uh, calls, so you can actually join them. And then in this particular thing, they go through individual resources and capabilities which are available from uh, community members and from Microsoft on on getting started on building stuff for Microsoft 365 and portals. So really, really Cool. cool stuff. Yeah. Shane had a video related on new database table options plus virtual tables Uh, so that's actually really cool as well if you're looking into doing and using uh, dataverse uh, these are great videos well shane publishes videos across the powers of power platform stack not just dataverse but awesome video again explaining the behaviors and what it means and what is the virtual tables and all of that so this sounds so familiar for you know, virtual tables, external tables, all of that stuff. External lists, you know, ah. uh, <laughs> concepts are the same. <laughs> Implementations evolve, right? Yeah. Uh, Giuliano De Luca had a new video related on how to create a video playlist in Microsoft uh, SharePoint lists as of basically creating a list of videos and how you're exposing them then directly within the within the flow of work. Really, really cool.
1: That's cool.
0: Uh, Steve Corey uh, not only with the blog post but also new videos uh, SharePoint news post just got better new feature demos. so this is basically the, the sending the news articles as emails uh, functionality wow. which is really really cool and functionality yeah. and that and then uh daniel anderson had a video on organized content the way you want with tax in microsoft 365 this is one of the i don't use this feature but i'm so tempted on starting to use it but it's 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 it requires some level of you know uh consistency <laughs> i
1: Tacking.
0: don't organize anything like i the,
1: only, the yeah. way I, so basically
0: i declared the bankruptcy
1: on, on folders like i only use search with yeah. the caveat that sometimes i struggle to find things but then for the things I need now let's say for the last 2 weeks and I might need for another month I fa- fa- favored them and yep. beyond that when I don't no longer need them because like uh pro- project was done I un I unfavorite them and they're still there and I can find them through search True I don't organize True. anything like I just just True. like all files
0: True. in a single folder True, True. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm I, I pretty much the same. I don't actually use favorites, but when, whenever I do things, I actually, I write my daily, you know, journal uh, in OneNote. So because I have multiple screens. So in one of the screens, I always have a, my OneNote where I'm adding pages to and what I do and links and all of that, because you basically, and and all of the social tweets, which I write and all of that is basically there. So I can go back in time and, you know, and OneNote search it's so good <laughs> it's so good yeah ah, okay you know, I, I tried I, using to do but then i couldn't and OneNote yeah, no, works no, no, for me no, better no no <laughs> so no. I, yeah
1: and i think one issue that i had with it but it was already way in the past where it was just so slow to open to load like opening i, I don't have that problem no, okay no, 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 well i mean no, yeah no,
0: you're no. you're on windows i'm on mac and, and again yeah, i tried I it a few years I don't. back so I don't. yeah you know what? Yeah. So how I do things, which I can't show what's written there because there's confidential stuff, but I basically do a weekly uh, a page. I always create it. So every single Monday, I basically create a page, and then I move my checkbox to-do list from the previous week if there's anything important, and then just adding notes, 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 notes. notes, notes so because cool. I remember better when I write it down once. Uh, not that I need oh, yeah. to go back in that, but it's it's for the memory as well. So. Yep. Good, and then the last thing, uh, we had quite a few samples uh, coming again on last week on the Microsoft 365 Power Platform Sample Gallery. One of them was from you. So just to call out here, that uh, Microsoft provided samples. Everything is in a one centralized location. You can use the keywords to finding them. Uh, Michael Cornett, uh, Sven, uh, Paul Pollack, uh, a lot of, lot of samples across the different uh, technologies. And one yeah. of them was from you, which was the Microsoft Graph mocks from Microsoft Graph API docs with the sample data. What is this? Absolutely, right? So imagine
1: that you are doing a demo and you want to be able to show something like upcoming appointments. Typically yep. the way you would do it, well, you need to know when the demo is and then create those events in calendar so that they will sure. show 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 up. With this you actually don't because you have mock set that basically says like whenever you call Graph API to get upcoming uh, appointments, just show, show this. And this yep. works basically, we have mocks across all of the graph so one and two, this sample uh, specifically includes even the sandbox data, which you see, for example, in Graph Explorer, Yeah, right? So this is basically, cool. there is an environment that we've got with demo, then like demo users, demo meetings, and so forth, and so on. And we have mocks for them. So whenever yeah. you have a demo and conference presentation, or you want a dev and you don't need, then you don't want to create all these things, Yep. You can use this and that saves you a bunch of time and gives you, the cool thing is, it gives
0: you predictable results on every run. Yeah. <clears throat> you should do a demo on this. Oh, wait, you are. You're going to demo probably this huh. one in the 3rd of October. Uh, so. Yes. Join me and learn more. <laughs> Yes. And that demo will be recorded and published in the YouTube channel for sure. I guess that's it for now. We went way long, but that was the AI discussion. So, you know, yes. see, is AI increasing our productivity or is it causing... AI uh, has uh, that uh, tendency uh, to do that too. <laughs> No, but that was a good discussion. So that was really good, and thank you, Michael, for joining on the on the weekly uh, show and for the interview. A really cool uh, discussion as well. I, I think it's a, it's a, governance is a such a critical piece uh, within the IT nowadays. So it's it's good to have that discussion. It's not about technology. It's about how do we evolve and adapt that technology and change management and all of that. What are the implications within two to three years? Always cool. <laughs> <Wouldn't> I guess. <laughs> Yes, two to three years in DIT. Good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That is fair. That's fair. We can barely see what, what's going to happen next week, right? So. <laughs> well, it's not that bad, but I get yeah. your point. Yes. Next week, MGM, uh, MGM Las Vegas is Power Platform Conference. Uh, that's on next week. So huh, I know what's happening next week. Yeah. If, you, if, if you're going, yes.
1: enjoy, meet people, shake head or not, if that's not your thing. Yeah. Say hi to folks, get connected,
0: learn. Absolutely. Enjoy. Absolutely. Cool. Anyway, we went already the weekly summaries. Uh, anybody who's writing anything cool stuff, please use hashtag PMPweekly in X uh, Twitter thingy, whatever whatever we call that. We're trying to capture all of the cool stuff that the community is doing, but that helps us on finding the stuff that you're doing. But other than that, I guess that's it for now. So thanks everybody for watching, listening, whatever is your chosen method, and we'll be back within a week. See ya. <laughs>